Michaela's story is one of those where just when you think there couldn't be any more, there is so much more. I was personally enthralled with this conversation. I absolutely stepped out of podcast host mode and into just interest mode and tell me more. I mean, if you are into health on any level, you are going to just have your jaw is going to drop in this podcast episode. And I think you are going to be an instant fan and want to join her Facebook group, which I did already, and be really excited for her podcast. So I hope that you enjoy this interview as much as I did. Welcome to the Create Beautifully podcast, where the potential in me honors the potential in you. If you're wondering if you can really change and truly find and live your purpose, then I invite you to let me be your accountability partner and for you to be mine. And together, we can explore with curiosity and humor what it is to create beautifully in every area of our lives and to take action to make that happen. Michaela, hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on. So you, like all the other, uh, the few episodes before you, I met you inside of Kathy Heller's podcast boot camp. And when I just said, hey, I'd like some people to come on who want to start their podcast and have something on their heart. And you were like, I want to do it. So we're going to get into your story and what, you know, what your vision is for your podcast. And it's just going to be easy and free flowing and we're going to have fun. So my first question is, do, have you started your podcast? Because some have and some have not. No, I have not started my podcast yet. So just when I started okay. thinking about it, that's when Kathy Heller's course pumped, jumped up. <laughs> Perfect timing. Um, so did you join her program or are you doing it on your own? No, I joined her program. I actually... All was right. crazy and went for the VIP right away. <laughs> nice. Nice. And so you're just at the beginning of that, right? Yes. Uh, How's it going? Very, it's going good. I have my trailer up right now. I was finishing that one yesterday. And everything is a process, but I started planning out episodes. I started planning out guests, already reached out to some, and feels like soon I'm ready to start recording because there's so much with tech and everything that needs to be figured out to make it easy set up. So, yeah. That's so exciting. That's so exciting. Okay, so tell me, uh, let's start with the name of your podcast and what it's about. So right now, my podcast is called Body Hacking, Build a Better You. So it's all about how we can build a better us with knowledge. So everything, knowledge is power. And if we know how our body is built up, if we know how our body is structured, and if we know everything it needs that is essential then the body, I firmly believe the body is self-healing under the right circumstances. So my podcast will be about finding the right circumstances for you. And it's not just a one model fits all because it's different things we're struggling with, but it's all about finding the right circumstances that is right for you. So I will cover everything from cellular health, gut health, health, mental health, um, 
how to body hack in your mood, like everything that there is to talk about. I love this so much. These are, this is the type of podcast that like I binge. (laughs) I don't, I don't like, this is kind of like in my, I, I don't talk about it as much. Like I talk about kind of like my health, but like I totally will sit around and be like, okay, like I'm listening to a podcast episode now all about like balancing your glucose. So I'm totally, I'm totally in on this. And I totally believe you. I, like I totally, I've said totally a lot just now. Um, I 100% am with you for the, um, that the body is self-healing. And I love that you kind of put the caveat of like under the right circumstances and the right circumstances are different for everybody. Mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful. And just giving people like, like here's all your options. Like here's all the things like this might be right. This might be right. This might be right. But we're going to find it. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's very yeah. exciting. Um, so, okay. There's a lot of questions to ask. Let me, let's go with your story. Like what is, what has been your, your life story so far that has brought you to, to want to do a podcast on body hacking? Yeah. I, so my history is that I'm a mom of three and every single pregnancy I've had, my health had declined a lot. So growing up, Mm. I was considered a healthy child growing up. I did, I was struggling with some underlying issues that we didn't really know about. So for example, I had a gluten intolerance that made me constipated, but because I was fed bread every single day, I did not know that I was constipated. I did not know it was not normal to go to the bathroom every other week. Uh, I did not know, and I did not have any pain. So there was never no one, there was no adult checking in on me. uh, And there was no one, like, I did not know. I thought people that went to the bathroom daily was abnormal because it was normal to me to not do it. So all of these things have, as I've been growing older, and it was not until I moved away from home and I started elaborating with different diets. I wanted to lose some weight. I tried Atkins and suddenly I cut out all grains and carbs from my diet. And suddenly my gut Atkins. started functioning. Yeah, I know. We are old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just dated, dated myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was not until then I started figuring out that, oh, wow, my gut can actually function. I can actually use the restroom every day. And that was um, mm. very interesting. And I started thinking about it more. Uh, being active in sports, I've always had an interest for food and nutrition. I grew up in Sweden and my mom made home cooked meal for every every single meal of the day, except for the store-bought bread in the morning. Other than that, she pretty much made everything from scratch. So I felt like I should have had a healthy childhood and nutrition wise growing up. But Mm -hmm. for me, it was just the bread that cost Uh, me to struggle with leaky gut and constipation. And when we're struggling with our health, it's not usually until 10 to 15 years after we have been struggling that actually the symptoms starts showing up. Yes. And that, 
that is why it's so hard to diagnose someone with a malnutrition, for example, because it's not instant. Mm. It's not like we're having poor diet today and we will struggle with eczema tomorrow. Right. So it takes some time. So when I became pregnant with my first child, uh, that was... A journey itself and when he came out and was with us uh, I developed shingles and oh. I was I was a young mom I was 25 years old I've been eating healthy my whole life except for the gluten uh, and I was just asking why why do I have an immune system like a 65 year old when I'm 25 and yeah. it's considered a healthy person so, I've heard shingles is painful. It is so painful. And I I am not a person that complains. Like I grew up around horses. I could break a leg mm. and still jump on it for two more days without like understanding it was broken. Because I was like, I have never been a person that complains. And suddenly mm. I had this shingles going on and I... It took me a minute to understand that, okay, this is becoming worse and worse. I need a doctor's attention. So I went to the doctor and they misdiagnosed me with something else. So I wasn't able to get the right medication in time. So I just had to ride my shingles out. I just had to ride it out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's terrible. It was terrible. How long was that? (laughs) So I have actually, I can't remember exactly how many weeks I was struggling. I remember my husband was gone from his work for about two weeks because I had a newborn baby. I was in so much pain. I couldn't even wear clothes. I was basically sitting naked on a towel on the couch all day. I couldn't have a towel, like a blanket on. It was too painful. Um, And my little newborn baby, I couldn't hold him. So my husband had to sit and hold him. And I just pretty much put my breast into his mouth when he was nursing um yeah it oh my gosh oh and like a newborn at the same time like and your first baby like your first first baby baby. and a newborn (laughs) because baby number one is like what the hell just happened and Mm -hmm. so you're like oh my gosh oh you poor thing (gasps) okay okay go ahead so (laughs) oh my gosh that's a lot And what's going on with shingles is that it just becomes worse and worse and worse and worse. So you're like trying to stay positive and be like, okay, I just have to survive today. And you're focusing on minutes and hours like, okay, I will survive one other hour. And it's so painful, uh, but you're just focusing on short term like timelines. And then when you wake up the next day, it's even worse. And when you wake up the following day, it's even worse. And then when you go to Google and you Google, like, how long time can my symptoms last? And it says, oh, it can last a couple of days to a couple of weeks to a couple of months to a couple of years. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I, I really was like, I cannot live with this. I cannot live with this. Yeah. I would be fine if you if you just took me away from this pain right now because I was in so much pain. Yeah. But it did turn around eventually. After a few weeks, it did turn around and then I became better quickly. But that was just like the thing that started making me question a lot about health, a lot about nutrition, 
and immune system. And really, I, as soon as I have a problem, I research a lot. <laughs> I go into mm. the rabbit hole of oh researching. My gosh, same. <laughs> same. So, I love it. Yeah, so I did research that a lot. Um, my next pregnancy, however, I felt like I had a better... Mm, I was more proactive with supplementation intake. I was more proactive with nutrition. Uh, I felt better in my pregnancy, so I could eat more food in my second pregnancy. Mm. Uh, and but after the pregnancy, I still ended up with grass and pollen allergy. And oh, the grass wow. and pollen allergy made me became a cross allergy pretty quickly to become a cross allergy to so I could not eat any fruits whatsoever and half of the veggies I could not eat them either. So I could not eat oh, wow. avocados, I could not eat carrots, I could not I couldn't even eat cucumbers. Cucumbers wow. taste like mostly water. Yeah. So I started using antihistamines. I needed two to three different allergy medications every day to be able to just have a normal, healthy diet. Uh, I basically turned into carnivores for many weeks at a time because I tried to avoid taking medication and, and the carnivore diet was pretty much the only thing I could eat uh, without having allergy reactions. Wow. So my, my immune system was just going bananas. Um, and I, I tried to find solutions because by this time I had already gone back to school to study to become a nutritionist. And I felt I had so much knowledge, but still things didn't add up. I was doing everything according to the books. I had been trying to heal my gut for years by then. I've been purchasing supplementations from some of the leading people in gut health, probiotics and prebiotics. I was eating clean, mainly home-cooked meals, uh, organic, grass-fed. And I felt that did everything according to the books, but my body didn't feel like it improved at all. Mm. So that kept on going on. I ended up becoming pregnant with my third child. And after her pregnancy... That pregnancy was very traumatic from the beginning to the end. Um, I had somewhere around 90% chance of not being able to um, survive, neither she or me, because I was struggling with placenta previa. But I was not only struggling oh with gosh. that, but I was struggling with something called funneling. I've never heard of that. Not many people have heard about funneling, but if you research funneling, um, it states that 90% of everyone that is struggling with funneling have their babies before week 32, and it often goes so fast that their baby ends up being a miscarriage. Oh my gosh. So, How scary. Yeah, it, it, was, <laughs> it was very scary. So I tried to do as little as possible, was pretty much on bed rest my whole pregnancy. Uh, but having a son that is three and one that was six um, and very mm. active boys, it was hard. So my mom, <laughs> my mom guilt was on constantly because I couldn't cuddle and I couldn't play with my boys like, like I wanted to. 
but luckily I had the best niece ever. She flew in. She stayed with us for a couple of months to, uh, I think she was actually with us for five months uh, to help me because my husband was gone for work and oh, wow. I needed the help. So um, did you think like at this point, did you think to yourself, because you said, you know, you went back for nutrition and you were kind of aware of your gut health. Did you think at this point, like, this is still my body and I haven't figured it out or were you, or was it more just like it, like I'm doing great with my body and then this th- unfortunate thing also happened or did you feel they uh, were connected? I felt they were connected. I felt I hadn't been figuring out my own body yet. Uh, and mm-hmm. what happened after my pregnancy. So my daughter, she was able to stay in my womb the whole term and I had the oh. most beautiful delivery with her in a bathtub with the midwife and um so the whole experience turned out really really good with her Uh, but after the pregnancy and she was only one or two weeks old my neighbor had taken my boys to take care of them so I could have some one-on-one time with my baby girl so we were laying on the couch having some skin contact relaxing and here is where my story really starts because what's happening is that I'm laying in oh just my gosh. TV. Yeah, the other stuff was just the the, uh-huh. <laughs> the intro. The oh intro. my gosh! Okay. Okay. So okay, I'm I'm laying on the couch and suddenly I hear a snap, and I feel a burning sensation from my head going down my spine, and I cannot move. So I'm laying there on the couch with my newborn baby and I cannot get out of the couch. I am stuck and my my phone is just a hand away and I cannot reach for it because I, I am completely paralyzed what it feels like. Yeah. Oh my God. And what is happening then is that I'm just stuck and I can't reach my phone. I cannot call for help and I am... I remember it was just some awful TV that I was stuck watching because I couldn't change it. And um, I was just waiting for my husband to come back home from work. So three hours later, he came back home from work. I told him, can you please take the baby? She pooped. Can you please change her poop diaper and then come back to me as soon as possible? Because Were you still laying there? Yeah, I was still laying on the couch. I couldn't move. I could not move. Yeah. Like, were you freaking out? Like, were you like, I was freaking out. Like, what was your, yeah. But I also tried to go through telling you, (laughs) I tried to go through my Uh brain because my husband, my husband, of course, he rushed to get the baby changed. And then he came back and he's like, what's happening? I'm like, well, I don't know. It feels like I'm paralyzed. I've just been laying on the couch. I haven't done anything that could have injured me. Like there shouldn't be, but I heard a snap. I felt the burning sensation. I cannot move. And he's like, do you just want me to call an ambulance? And being a horse girl, I'm like, no, we'll fix this, you know? So I was just like, try to, try to help me stand up. (laughs) Cause I was like, (laughs) I was like, there is not any physically, that should be broken in my back from just laying on the couch. So I was like, I'll take a chance. Let's try to make me stand up. 
So I fixated my neck and my head as he lifted me up and I was screaming in pain, excruciating pain. <gasps> but but as soon as I was standing up, I could feel, I mean, I was supporting my own weight. I could move my hands uh-huh. and I could move my neck, like looking back side to side. It was hurting, but I could move. So when I was standing straight up, it just felt like a really, really intense uh, neck pain. So I told my husband, let me just go to bed. Let me just lay down evenly on a bed and go to bed and take some uh, pain medication and go to sleep. I can't believe you're like, I'm just going to lay down and go to sleep. I would be like, I cannot go to sleep. I'm probably going to die. Like, don't let me go to sleep. Take me to the hospital. This, yeah, you must have had, like, your horse thing. And you're like, I've never been a person that complained. You're like, yeah, I just need some ibuprofen and a quick nap. This will, yeah. I was only stuck here for three hours on a couch, but we'll just, a little bit of uh, ibuprofen and a quick nap. Oh, my God. Well, okay, keep going. I was, I was stuck in that bed for three days. I could not move. I could not get up. I was in so much pain. And eventually my husband took me into the hospital and uh, I went there. They did MRIs. They did all different kinds of things and they could not find anything that was wrong with me. Like I expected. That's why I don't like going to the doctors because every time I go in, they don't find an issue. So, so but especially because something snapped, like you heard a snap, you're, you must've been like, I heard a snap. How can you not like see whatever snapped? Yeah. Oh, that's so frustrating. Yeah. And that was the start of a journey of hell where I tried everything, everything you can think of to try to figure out because Standing completely straight up, I could move my head side to side. In every other position, my head would lock in and I couldn't move it. Like I couldn't just sit like this and go ahead and sit straight again. I needed to physically use my hands to lift my head up and put it back on my neck. Um, Oh my gosh. And I couldn't bend over to pick out the dishwasher. I couldn't bend over to pick up my kids. Like I needed to be completely straight at all given times I could not sit in a couch and watch a TV show because that was my angle became too much leaning backwards so joining family oh my, my family on movie nights was me sitting on a coffee table completely straight to even be able to be there and I was in chronic pain chronic pain and it was very disturbing causing me to not be able to function yeah. Yeah. And so this just went on and you just were kind of like, this is just, I guess we're just going to do this. And then what were you doing in the meantime? Just like researching or having your husband help you research? Uh, so I researched a bunch. I tried, I had an appointment booked every single week, pretty much. It was, I mean, I started oh, with bad. massage therapists. I started with sports massage therapists, chron- like chiropractor mm. appointments. Smart. And I tried to go to a new person every time because I tried to find one person that could help me. So if I would yeah. have met you... Just someone who was like, I know this. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I, trying to find one person who was just like, this is, I get it. Like, I know what we're dealing with, right? I know. <sighs> so if I would have met you, Liza, a few years ago, like six, five years ago, I would have been like, 
Lisa, nice to meet you. Have you ever been to someone that is really, really, really good at chiropractic or massage? Like I would question you out. Like the, that would be the first quiz I would take you through to try to find the right person I needed to meet in my life. So we were living in Texas um, by this time when everything happened and we actually ended up moving back to Scandinavia where I'm from because I'm from Sweden and we moved to Norway where my husband's family is at. Um, and I kept on going to appointments every single week. I tried acupuncture, I tried chronosacral therapy, I tried healing, I tried so many different interventions, uh, cupping, like I, I just tried something mm-hmm. new every single week. And every week I was met with, I have never seen a person like you. I don't know if you ever will become better. Wow. Everyone wow. that saw me just thought that was a freak show. And um, oh. going back to Norway too, I did go back to the doctors. They did a new MRIs. They put me through some testings and um, they even checked if I had some type of tumor Uh, that was growing and causing some issues. They couldn't find anything. Um, And after about a year of trying to figure it out, the doctors pretty much said that, I think you need a psychologist. We think your pain is in your head. (gasps) (gasps) Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Wow. So, wow. Being met with that. I mean, (laughs) yeah. What are you thinking? Like, as everyone's telling you, like, I don't know if you're going to get better. I don't know if you're going to get better. I don't know if you're going to get better. And you just like being in pain and trying to get through it and just asking just this, like, just this vision of you, just like everyone you meet, just being like, hi, I don't know you. I've never met you, but do you have anyone who could help me? Like, please. And just just like desperately trying to find someone and then eventually just being like, just being like, we can't figure it out. So it must be in your head. That's so, that's just the most egotistical response in my opinion. Like, I don't know, just someone being like, well, if I can't figure it out, I refuse to admit that I can't figure it out. So we're just going to blame you. Yeah, it was so devastating in a way, but it was also what I needed to just say, I'm going to figure it out myself. I am not trusting anyone else except for me. I'm going to try to figure this out because you have to understand that just being in the chronic pain every day, it starts making your whole personality shift. I've always been a positive, very active person. Sadly, I couldn't go with my family to go camping. I couldn't go out and do normal stuff. I couldn't go to the movies with them. I could not. I was so limited in what I was able to do. And it was actually making me to start questioning, like, if I feel like this, at age of 32 and 33 and i know the older you get usually your pains and aches just get worse and worse and worse there is not a future for me 
I cannot survive because I couldn't even get a good night's sleep. Every time I couldn't even lay down in bed by myself because that was too much of an angle. I had to like hold my head when I was laid down. And then having a newborn baby, trying to nurse her. And every time my body would wake up from like every time my body tried to move when I was asleep, I would wake up in excruciating pain because my head would not follow the movement of the body. And I would have to use my hands to move my head just to create a better position to be able to sleep or to nurse my baby. And I was not aware of how many times we moved during a night before I could not move without me waking up. So I woke up constantly. And even if I was able to fall asleep, but even if we, I had the pain, um, it was just very, very short sequences of sleep in between nursing and between changing position. And um, it really started taking a toll on my mental health as well. It did. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot. That's a, like, that's an extreme amount. Yeah. So there started being times and days where I would just be thinking, maybe if my car just flew off the cliff right here, maybe that would have been best. so much you I did not so feel much yeah I did not feel like I had anything to that the life had anything to offer me anymore I could not function I couldn't even be a good mom I was a terrible wife <laughs> uh, oh god I, yeah <laughs> I, I would not categorize yourself as a terrible <laughs> wife at all um <laughs> Yeah. No, but I'm just sure you like, weren't the wife you wanted to be. You weren't, yeah, you weren't the anything you wanted to be. Yeah. No, but just imagining like being this person that have an amazing chemistry with her husband and then suddenly you are not able to be there at all for your husband and you are not able to have a good sexual life anymore. You're not able to have any fun like together and everything that every day was just about survival. It was just about trying to create as good of a like as good day for the kids as possible and trying to I tried to be open with my kids but at the same time I started seeing that my kids took my health as their responsibility. I know that they have trauma today stored in their bodies that we're working with because they took too much of my pain into their small bodies. Cuz it's how a beautiful fine... that you can see that. <laughs> like how but how beautiful. I don't I you know, we're only at this point in your story but just how beautiful to have a mom who's a, who's aware of that and can probably help them in a lot of ways, you know. Yeah. So being back in Norway and trying to figure it out. It was really every single 
week, every single month, every day I had an appointment. I tried to be excited for the appointment. And then I was just knocked back down again, over and over again. So, and I tried everything I could think about. And the appointments would help me to move down from maybe a nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10 on the pain scale down to a six out of 10, but it would only be temporary, it would only be helping me one or two days, and then I would move back up on a scale again. So mm. I never got good, good, um, uh, what is it called? Just, uh, I'm losing my English words. <laughs> results by the oh. appointments like oh. I didn't get any lasting mm -hmm. results uh, yeah but yeah it was just a, a time in life that I kind of like contribute <laughs> I mean there are just my my two years of very very dark moments and then uh, one day I came over cellular health and inflammation on a cellular level and I came over that there was now a technology that made us be able to measure it because I've already been studying so much about inflammation. I know that everyone is struggling with inflammation one way or another. I know that pretty much every health issue stems from inflammation. So if we can measure how much pro versus anti-inflammatory building blocks we have on the cellular level, then we can also restore it because if we can measure, we can see our baseline and then we can see how our body is progressing as we are changing our baseline. And that to me resonated with me. So I was able to get a hold of a test, measure how many pro versus anti-inflammatory building blocks with just a prick in the finger, and suddenly I got the results back. And first of all, I was really mad when I saw my results because I was doing everything according to the books. I was taking supplementations according to the books. And on paper, my test yeah. should have been good. Yeah. But what happened was it came back that I had nine times too many pro-inflammatory building blocks to every anti-inflammatory building block, causing me to have a lot of low-graded oh, wow. chronic inflammation. Yes. Okay. So I had okay. a test and I can see red, 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 red. And at the same time, I was very relieved because this was the first test yeah. during my whole period of time I've been feeling ill. That when I've been going through chingles, when I've been going through my food intolerance, where I've been going through my chronic pain, this was the first test ever that showed me that something is wrong with me. And it was something that I could correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you, what <laughs> did you like feel? I mean, you said you felt like relief. Were you just like, I mean, you're in pain. But this was like a possible, like a possible answer with with solutions. Mm -hmm. It was a possible answer, but I was also very very skeptic because I've been through it. I've been through it mm -hmm. all. I felt like I've tried it all, uh, 
And I could not believe that the solution, because the solution is to add more omega-3 into your system, because omega-3 is an anti-inflammatory building block that is a part of every cell structure. And I could not believe that just adding more omega-3 into my diet would do such a big change. So because I was already, I've been using omega-3 supplementation daily for six years. We are a household okay. in Norway. We are used to eat fish every yeah. week. Yeah. We, are, we eat like five servings of fish every week. When other people are putting yeah. Nutella on their sandwiches, we put mackerel in tomato sauce on ours. Like we have a fish <laughs> serving while other people have chocolate servings. So yeah. I was I was skeptical, but I started just a new regime. But it was still of, telling you to say more? I'm sorry to interrupt yes. you. It was still telling you to like do more and you were like, okay. Yes, wow. because oh how much omega threes were you? So my omega-3 index, because something we need to look, start having more conversations about is omega-3 index and yeah. omega balance. Okay. So omega index is what's in your blood. How many, how much omega-3 do you have in your blood in comparison with other fatty acids? And my result was 5.6%. So with the fish I ate, 5.6% of all fatty acids in my body came from omega-3. You want to have above 8% and optimal levels are 10 to 12%. So I did some calculations to just see how much cod do I need to eat to get the right amount of omega-3 into my system. Yeah. And the calculation came out to 800 grams. I'm sorry, I am metric. But 800 grams, that is eating cod for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to be able to get enough. That's a lot of cod. It is. And yeah. so I, I started understanding that, okay, I may not get enough. Mm. So I started this journey of just adding in more omega-3 into my system. And I also changed out the gut program I was on. I just changed it out a little bit. And in two months, all my pain was gone, completely gone from no. my body. Yeah. And I started feeling it like every day I became stronger and stronger. And I was like, husband, I can get out of bed by myself. I don't dare to, I don't dare to think that these things are like that, that missing building block was like a part of everything I've been through the last years. And I was like always knocking on wood every day, like, oh, I can see this improving, knock on wood, like, oh, I haven't had pain. I like I was able to sleep a whole night last night, like without waking up oh because gosh. of my pain, only waking up to nurse my baby. So oh my I started getting more and more excited again. I started feeling like yeah. maybe this was the answer. And in about two months, I was completely pain free, like 100% pain free. And that was a miracle to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would have called every single person that I worked with and been like, just so you know, especially the people who are like, it's in your head. I would have been like, yes. you need to, you should not practice anymore. Oh my gosh. Don't you have, I mean, yeah, I, I that's what I wanted to do. Like, 
it's mm. some basic education here. Here's how the body is built up. Here is it's what my body yes. was lacking. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's too, I like, it's so nice that, that, you know, we're slowly starting to put things together, but so many, especially like traditional doctors, they're just taught, like, I just do this thing. I do this and that's, and that's it. Like, not nearly as intense as you on any level, but I get heart palpitations and they're really scary when your heart doesn't do what it's supposed to do. It's scary. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I eat well and I do yoga and I do all the things. And like I wore, I went in once and they gave me a halter monitor. And so I had to wear this thing for like three days and it monitored my heart. And they just like, you know, do your parents have heart failure? No. Do your grandparents? No. Do you have any heart history? No. Well, you're healthy. I don't know. It's just stress. And you're like, okay, thanks. Thank you. My heart is not doing what it's supposed to do. And it's scaring the shit out of me. Do you want to, that's it. That's all you're going to tell me. Thank you. It's just like, there's no, like, there's no, like, let's check this or what's in your blood or, you know, so, ah, ah, good, good for you. Oh my God. Good for (laughs) you. You took yourself from like, I, maybe I just drive off a cliff. Mm-hmm. to like healing yourself despite yeah. all the bullshit that everyone had to say to you all that time. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry, I have to recognize you too here. Like you struggling with your heart. It is so frustrating because the doctors, to be honest, they are taught what's in the books. And what is in the books is regulated by, a lot of it is just regulated by the pharmaceutical industry. They just want them to read a problem, give you a solution, give a problem, read a problem and give you a solution. And everything that is natural will not be in that book because that is not what they want. Yeah. So you struggling with your And it's not even a full solution. No. Yeah. Sorry. It's not even a full solution. It's just like, it's just like, here's how to make your symptoms go away, but we're not like really healing anything. No. So that is what I want to focus on is just like, we have to look at the body as a whole, just because you're struggling with symptoms in your heart doesn't mean that it's your heart per definition. That is the problem. It can just be there where the symptoms show up the most. And that is, that has to do with epigenetics and all different kinds of things mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's where I'm like, a healthy body begins with a healthy cell. We need to start there and the body is self-healing under the right circumstances and let's figure it out. Yeah. So, so how long, how long ago was that? Like how, so what's been the journey since then and how, yeah. And how long has it been? Yes. So I kept on on my journey. Of course, these results made me so like excited that, of course, I started calling everyone that I knew that I love and be like, hey, have you heard about this? Have you heard about Omega Balance? Have you heard about Omega Index? Like, let me educate you a little bit. You need to take this test. And I started testing the people I love around me. And um mm. We have a lot of different health issues in my family. I've helped my mom survive colon cancer two times. And one of those times, the doctor said that there is nothing we can do about it. It has spread all over. 
And the doctors wanted to give up on her because it was just all over. And uh, with very heavy interventions of nutrition, food, diet change, together with radiation, we were able to shrink the cancer enough so that she actually was allowed to have a surgery eventually. So, yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, you need your podcast. So, you need a book. You need to go speak. Yes. yes. <laughs> I I know. Um, but of course, my mom's health have been like a little bit problematic after that surgery. Uh, so I called her. We took mm-hmm. tests on her. We changed her omega index as well. Uh, my dad, his high blood pressure went down. I called my sister. She have kids that are struggling with. Um, autism and ADHD Um, and we they were already on good diets for those issues because I've been helping her prior but measuring Mm. the levels of chronic low-graded inflammation correcting that the kids took a big jump in their development processes and that is also now so I want to hear that podcast episode. I want yes, that podcast yes. episode because <laughs> that will also or like, that will also or like come all up. of the podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So I started like checking with my family, with my friends, like, okay, is this working for you too? And when it was kept on working mm-hmm. for every single person, I took blood testing on. We changed their um, cellular structure. Because something that is happening too, when we're lacking those essential building blocks, our cell membranes becomes harder. So a lot of the nutrients we're eating is not able to get into the cells and the waste and toxins are not able to get out. So it doesn't matter how much money you're spending on expensive supplementation, on organic foods and all of those things. If the nutrients are not able to get into the cells, we're not going to be able to have sufficient energy production and the cell is not going to be able to function optimally. And also what's happening is that the hormone receptor on top of the cells are becoming numbed out. So a lot of people are struggling with hormonal issues Mm. and they don't understand why. What the doctors are doing, they're adding more hormones into your bloodstream they take new blood tests. Mm-hmm. It looks good. On paper, it looks good, but the people still feel like shit. Oh, interesting. And it's all related. Oh Everything have a relationship to, don't we have good cellular function? A lot of other health issues will appear because if, if the cells are not functioning, our body can't function. Yeah. Yeah, I need this. I need this test. I need more omega threes in my life. <laughs> yes, I'm like, ah, uh, yeah. I'm totally like, I like. Quick side note. I like. I said I love all of this. This is not what I focus on necessarily when I like talk to the world, um, but I, uh, I like. Similarly, I didn't have a gluten intolerance, but. Uh, dairy makes me really stuffed up. And I would always wake up in the morning with tissues next to my bed. Like I was just always blowing my nose. There were always tissues on my bed. And then um, I lived in Los Angeles for college and in my 20s. And like I was getting really healthy with my boyfriend at the time and we went and got colonoscopies. Mm. And the lady – so we got like colonoscopy. That sounds like a fun (laughs) day. Oh, 
Wait, no, not a colonoscopy. I'm wrong. What is it where they clean it out and it's like the, with the water, like the water rinse? Okay, okay, yeah, the flush. I yes, not yeah. a colonoscopy. The yes, yeah, yeah, not a colonoscopy. Although I have had one of those once because I ate beets and I thought I was bleeding and I got a colonoscopy from beets. I did not and put it together. Literally paid for it. Yeah. And the doctors didn't think about asking you, have you been eating beets lately? No, no, no. My primary care physician was like, well, both, both my grand, both my grandparents, both my grandmas had colon cancer. And that was one of their things. So she was like, it could be like, you've got it in your family. You've got it on both sides. Like you're a little bit young, but let's do it. And then I, so I did it, paid for a colonoscopy, got a colonoscopy. They were like, everything looks great. Um, and then I was taking some supplement also that apparently this is like way TMI, but I was taking some supplement that made my colon look like snakeskin inside. They were like, you have a snakeskin colon. I was like, that's fancy. And now I want to know if that means anything. Um, but it was because of some supplement. And, uh, so I was like, okay, good. Everything's fine. And it was like, it was like two months later that I went to Whole Foods and got like a, this mom, it's called like mom juice and it's a beets, right? Because of our iron and periods and stuff. So I like drink the juice and I see it again, like later that day or the next day. And I was like, what? I was like, oh no. And I was like, oh, I ate beets. And I was like, oh my God, beets. I was like, I totally had it just because of beets. <laughs> so yes, 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 yes. So before, yeah, for anyone listening, before you get a colonoscopy, ask yourself, did I eat beets or drink beet juice recently? Because that could be, that could be the problem. Start there. I- I yeah. actually love making this salad made of beets and lots of cilantro and like it's just a big beet salad. Yes. And I love bringing yes. it to places when people want like cockpots and things like mm. parties. And they always have to tell yeah. everyone like don't be afraid yes. if you think you're pooping blood. <laughs> Cuz people are not aware, people are not used to eating beets. So yeah, they get very scared. Yes. And then they always yeah, come the next day. Really oh, fun. you were right, Michaela. Thank you for warning me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. I could have used you <laughs> a couple years ago. I'm noting down a beat program. Yeah. I will just have funny stories <laughs> with beats. <laughs> beats. Yes. Full on colonoscopy. So no. Okay. So no, my boyfriend and I did not get colonoscopies. We got, I forget what they're called, where you do like the flush, like the water yeah. flush, like the colon flush or whatever. And the lady was like fascinated because they show you like what comes out. And so mm -hmm. she was like, oh, she was like, you got a lot of mucus. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, it's all dairy. And I was like, what? So this was, I'm, I'm almost 44. So this was like 22 years ago. So, you know, no one's, no one's talking about this. There are no podcasts, right? Like there's no smartphones. And so, and she was like, yeah, it's dairy. I was like, wait, what did you just say to me? And she was like, yeah, dairy causes mucus. And literally like, I grew up with like, I had a glass of milk with dinner. I had cereal. I had a glass of milk with my sandwich for lunch. Whenever I would get like shaky and my blood sugar would go, I get shaky. My mom'd be like, have cheese, eat cheese. It was like cheese and milk and cheese and milk. And I was like, this is very interesting. And like, I'm similar to you where I get really like, what's the problem? Like, what's the health? Like, let's look it up. Like me, my kids, my whatever it is. 
And so I was like, well, I'm just going to – you didn't have almond milk then. There's no almond milk. There was no oat milk. So I just soy milked it up for a while. And like that was it. And in two weeks, I had no more dirty tissues on the floor. Like I could breathe out of my nose. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. And no, and it was so, like no one had said anything before. Yeah. Did you have a lot of air infections growing up? I did not. I didn't, but I did have a lot of tonsil issues. I did have a lot of like tonsil issues. So I don't know if that was like, my husband had a lot of ear infections and he has a lactose issue. (laughs) Yeah, it's a very common thing when kids are struggling with ear infections, it's usually lactose. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so just, I just wanted to be like, yes, side note. Yes, I'm like, oh, I love, I love all of this. Okay, wait, go. You were talking. Yes? <laughs> I get all excited about all of this. I love all of this. So, yeah, what happened was that I was already done studying to become a nutritionist in Scandinavia. Uh, I wanted to start my own business, uh, but we moved to a new house. We bought a too expensive house for what we could afford, so I needed a regular job to, like, I couldn't start my own business during that mm. period of time. Um, mm-hmm. So when this came into my life, things actually started falling into place and Mm. being able to have this extra tool made me be able to start up a different type of business that gave me a lot of results. Like people were coming to me, they were getting so good results uh, that actually felt inclined that I need to start a Facebook group with before and after testimonials uh, so that people can learn from each other as well and Mm. i always always tell people like there is no guarantee of any results but these are just personal experiences and what we do know is that when the body is able to have better functioning cells different things like the whole body just starts reacting and responding positively because every single cell is building up like it's 37 trillions of cells in our body and we're able to affect every cell to become healthier. That yeah. is helping our body I, to just start thriving again in a different way. Yes. I haven't really like focused specifically on uh, cellular health. I got to look, I got to look into this. Yeah. Like I know I keep saying this, but, but I'm like, I'm really into this, even though what, even though everything else that I talk about is not this. It's all on the flip side. I I like basically cured myself from hormone headaches, like like hormone migraines that I was getting at the end of my period. It'd be like this tidal wave that I would just see coming every month. And it would just be three days of like, I couldn't look at my computer. I would like smile and talk to my kids, but they were like, it, I just felt far down a tunnel. And it was like several years. And then finally someone introduced me to this podcast and this woman was on this podcast who talked about uh, like eating for your cycle and balancing your hormones. And like, I switched everything. And like six months later, the, I mean, I used to take old like hydrocodone from when I had my babies and that wouldn't, that wouldn't touch it. Um, Like ibuprofen did nothing. Uh, Yeah. And then finally just switching my eating and adding in some supplements made it so like, if, if it was a bad month, like if I'd like, you know, if I was like only so-so on my eating, the most I would have to do was like 
to ibuprofen on like one day, but in general, like I don't have to take anything anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. so I've been totally like, I mean, you've had, you had to go like really, 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 really deep. And, but like, part of me is like, oh, we need to be talking about your podcast. The other part of me is like, yes. So, um, where do I find this test and how much omega-3 should I be taking? And how can I, uh, fix my kid with ADHD? So you can do all those (laughs) things on your podcast and I will listen to all of them (laughs) and binge all of it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm noting them down. Calculation and yes. No, but I will cover yeah. all of this in my podcast. Um, I will create this self-educational platform. And what I'm really yes. burning to like reach out to is those. And I want you, everyone that is listening to this, I want you to start looking around. Who in your surrounding may be struggling more than you can think of that you might know? Mm-hmm. Because when we are struggling and we are trying to keep it in, we're trying to not show to the people around us because I don't want to, like, even my husband doesn't know, he he saw me every day, but even he doesn't know how hard it was internally because I did not want to complain every day. I did not want to put my feelings and my emotions into his life. I wanted him to keep on being an optimistic, happy dad and not have to suffer through my pains, if that makes sense. So people are struggling more than you can think of. And there might be people in your surroundings that are in a situation where I was at, where they're struggling so much daily and they don't see a solution to it. And they might have some of these bad thoughts without you knowing it. So my wish is that my podcast will be this powerful tool that people will start sharing with their loved ones just be like hey there is an episode here you need to listen to this just for the educational purpose and if it resonates with you you know you can dig deeper but just just share this because it's some such a fundamental things like i get I actually get really mad and frustrated that at school in biology class and so on everyone I ask, what does protein do to our body? Everyone will know that you need protein after you work out. Mm-hmm. And when I ask people, okay, so what happens if you're not eating protein? They will think, well, then I don't build as much muscles. So I will not recover as good. But they don't understand the consequences of lacking protein long-term, what it does with our enzymes, because our enzymes are built up with protein, what it does to our hormonal system, because hormones are built up with protein. Um, And then when I ask people about omega-3, they had no clue. They usually say, oh, I've heard it's good. And when I ask them, why is it good? The usual responses is, I've heard it's good for their brain health, or I've heard it's good for the heart. That's what I was going to say. But they don't Mm -hmm. understand why. They don't understand why Mm -hmm. omega-3 is good for those things. Mm -hmm. And when I ask, when I educate them about omega-3 is a part of every cellular structure. Your cell membrane is built up with fatty acids. The essential ones are omega-6 that is pro-inflammatory. The other essential one is omega-3 that is anti-inflammatory. What do you think happens if we don't have enough of anti-inflammatory building blocks? 
we build up the cell with whatever we have, and that is omega-6s, because everyone in the world is eating way too much omega-6. So we have a we have too much omega-6s, so the body can always use those building blocks when we're lacking the omega-3s. Mm-hmm. So people are talking a lot about good versus bad fats and so on, but yeah. we still haven't started educating people on where they are in the body, how they affect our cellular function. And when people so will true. start realizing yeah. this, they will start remembering to take their supplements or eat more fish or do things because we have to see how did our body evolve we were evolving living close to the oceans we were evolving eating Mm. a lot of food that came from wild-caught animals or wild-caught fish and oysters Mm -hmm. like in sweden Mm. in 1900 oyster was so cheap that people were eating more oysters than they were eating anything else pretty much So we need to start talking more about it because every cell, every cell is built up with it. And that is something that should be in biology in school, because when we're looking deeper into it, 60% of our brain is built up with it. Mm. 60% of the fats in our brain is built up with it. It's essential for the eyes for our eye function. It's essential for our heart function. It's essential for every cellular function. So when we're struggling with our health and people just keep on popping pills to hide instead of really asking, is our brain cells able to function? Is our heart cells able to function? Mm. Yeah. 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 I'm literally just like taking notes like I'm in a class right now. <laughs> I've like yeah, stopped I, taking I, like like podcast related notes. I'm like, okay, I got to look this up. Got to look this up. Tell me when your podcast oh, is out. <laughs> yes. You should go to Google Scholar and you should just Google Omega-3 Index and you will have over 2 millions of peer-reviewed articles popping up. Whoa. And if you Google omega-3 ratio, two millions of articles of peer-reviewed scientific articles will pop up. There is so much science behind it. It's not something that I'm sitting here making up or like have this unique thing. It's just that no one is talking about it. And I'm going to make sure that we're starting to talk more about it. And then, of course, that is just one part of my expertise. And I will talk about all the other parts, too, in the Body Hacking podcast. Um, But yeah, that is like the foundation. We need to have a good foundation. How old are your kids now? Random. So, yeah, so my my oldest one, he just turned 12. And then Uh, I have one that uh is turning nine in a week. And then I have a little princess that is five and a half. So she's very excited to become a big six-year-old soon. Six is big. Yes. My, I'm almost in the same zone with the first, I have two girls and they're 13 and 10. So I'm right in the same, like, yeah, pocket of them. Oh, I, I think this is incredible. Like I, I think your story is 
amazing. And if I can like mirror some of it back for a second, like, and, and I think you've put together so many of the, of the pieces, like so much of your story that's going to resonate with people. Um, I mean, putting your piece of like not being the person to complain, just being like, look, I'm the horse girl. I fall off horses and I get up and I don't care how many broken bones I have. Like I just get up and that's just the way that it is. And, and being able to use that experience, like of that piece of your identity, that piece that feels like you've identified as like the person that, you know, doesn't complain and, and having gone through everything that you went through, you know, I mean, yeah, your story got extra, like it took that insane turn, but it started with pregnancy. I mean, it started earlier. I mean, with the gluten, like it was like, you were just handed this, like, here's going to be, this is going to be your health journey. It's going to be real shitty. And then, and then you're going to be able to help a whole bunch of people. Um, but taking that piece and, and just like you said to, you know, a few minutes ago of like, there's so many people are, who are struggling and having the drive off of the road thoughts, or even just the, like, I don't want to, or even just like, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to go out with my family. I just want to stay in bed. I don't even want to get up. Like, I can't do anything. I'm worthless. Like just the trail downward and just you being able to be like, I know what it is to not say anything. And I, and like, I'm here for you. Like, it's good. It's okay. Like, I'm going to talk to, I'm going to talk to everyone, but I want you to know those of you that aren't saying anything. I hear you. Like I was that person. It's okay to say something like, and just one of the things that I talk about and I've mentioned in some of the others that I've done with women is like, for me, one of my biggest things is to give, to help, help give people a sense of their own permission and belonging. Like I have permission to follow my dreams, to say what's important to me, to, you know, use my voice, whatever it is. And in, in being my full self, like living in my full self expression, I also have a right to belong to myself and to find like a tribe of people who allow me to be that. And so I'm always like in everyone's stories, I always see where they're giving permission to others and I feel like there's a lot in your story of just you have you like you have permission to say you're in pain. You don't have to be strong. Like you have permission to say like this is painful. These thoughts are painful. The idea that I might not get out of this is painful. Like you have permission to do that. And you also have permission to like take care of yourself. Like you have permission to whatever doctors you've been trusting forever to be like, I don't, I don't know that I trust you anymore. And I'd like to try this new path, you know? And and I mean, like, literally, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else your trailer needs to say aside from like, I couldn't move. I was breastfeeding my baby, but I couldn't even lift my head. I wanted to drive my car. I literally wanted to drive my car off the side of the road because I was so down And then I healed myself. Come along. Like, it's just like, that is just like, it's, that's just the, you know, I mean, you're like, 
your story is, it, it's absolutely one of those that's like, oh my God, like it, it's inspiring on so many levels. And it's just like, you've just walked such a walk. You know, they always say what your, uh, I forget the exact phrase, but you know, your, your message, your message is in the meat. I don't know. I don't even remember it. Never mind. I'm going to skip that phrase. Um, but yeah, like your, like your purpose, it seems to be like right here. And I just, I love, you're just, and you're just so warm to talk to. You have such, I can't wait for like just people. I hope, I hope, you know, on, I hope on platforms, you're also sharing photos of yourself <laughs> and you're like, you know, you're going to do little like clips of like you. Cause just like, I, I just think you're just super warm and likable and knowledgeable and I, I, everything that you've presented is in really just like a down to earth way. You know, I, there's nothing that's like, I know better than you. Here's where I sit on my mount. You know, it's all just like, I'm going to help you. And you're the ti- I think the title's brilliant. I love it. Body hacking, build a better you. And especially because like cellular health is such a passion and where you found your health, like the build, it makes me think is the building blocks yeah. and the cells being like, that's where we have to start. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's incredible. Uh, yeah. I just, I'm so excited. I'm going to send you, <laughs> I'm <gonna> send, there's, <laughs> I feel like there's this, there's probably a billion stories, like, like not a billion stories, but they're, they're, you know, I'm sure people have intense health stories and then they've turned it around. There's this woman who a friend of mine sent me the podcast. Have you ever, have you read about beans, what beans do and like fiber, what soluble fiber does in terms of ridding your body of toxins? Uh, yeah. Gone down that I mean, I mean, at all. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I have been reading about most things there is to read about. Uh, and yeah, that have come up. I only say but this, I only say, because I'm not going to be like, it's not, it's not, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to go with this where you think I am. She has a story that's equally as intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I think maybe if you were to like, just look her up and see the podcast she's been on and possibly reach out to them as you get your podcast going as a way to be like, I'd like to be a guest, you know, and try to get like, like some uh, traffic back to like your podcast and your group and stuff. Um, I think that could be cool because I think, I think all the people that had her on probably have you on as well. <laughs> yeah. So I'll send you that. Okay. Thank you so much. But yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. 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 Uh, my gosh, my gosh. <sighs> Michaela. <laughs> so, so you are, uh, yes, beautiful and amazing. So here's what I ask everyone. Uh, since we're kind of, oh my gosh, we're over our hour. Look at us go. So um, (laughs) I would love if you would, you know, I'll check back with you. I'll send you an email in about six months. So what I would love to do is have everyone back in six months and then possibly like another six months so we can kind of track how this, the podcast journey is going. Um, So I would, so I'd like to ask six months from now, what would you like your 
your podcast story to be? So I would love my podcast to, first of all, have a lot of shares, a lot of shares to the people that needs to, to find my information. Cause maybe it's not the person that you're thinking of that needs it, but they might send it to someone in their turn that knows that they need it. Because I really, really, really feel this is my arena to reach out to, especially women that are struggling and is not feeling fulfilled as a mother because their health is reducing their functionality. So mm-hmm. I, I am really looking at this as my sole project because I already have a big Facebook community uh, it's a, and I'm really blessed to have that. So I know I will have lots of followers from the community, but I want to be able to reach out to even more people. I want to also bring on people and tell a little bit more of their story and their journey, because there are so many people that have tried everything there is to try. They have been on omega-3 supplementations for a year. Nothing have happened. Nothing have changed. Uh, because there is um, uh, most omega three supplementations don't work, and that have been proven over and over and over again as well. So it's problematic to get the right amount mm-hmm. into your system, and that's what I was approved to as well on. Like I was already using cod liver oil and have done every day for six years, um, and so people are trying their best, but they may not be there completely. So being able to mm-hmm give them the tools. So I, I, when I'm looking at my podcast, I'm envisioning the future for my podcast. Um, I just, in six months, I wanted to like be able to, I would love to be featured on the top so people can find me. I would love for it to create an arena. And I'm also planning to launch a community Facebook group with the podcast where we will be showing more behind the scenes we will share a lot of different things and if you have questions you can post them there so maybe that is uh, becoming a inspiration but I just want this podcast to be a super powerful tool for people to be able to figure their own body out and in terms of um, views and things I don't care so much about becoming the biggest. I just want the podcast to reach the people that I need to give hope. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it all so much. And I love (laughs) that you've got this Facebook community. That makes so much sense. I, and I do remember now that, um, I think you had said you would told me that in a, in like the initial, chat. There were so many people that I was like chatting with. I was like, just give me your email addresses. We'll, we'll reconnect later. (laughs) It's like, um, yes. So that, that also makes so much sense why you have a lot of your, a lot of your kind of story, like, and the way that it's going to work and tie together and tie into like how you want to help people and tie into the messages that, um, the things that are going to make people's ears perk up. Right that are going to make them go, Oh my God, I think I could listen to her, you know, where maybe, maybe something else had come across and they were like, no, 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 no. And then, and then here comes Michaela and they're like, I don't know. I resonate with this. Like there's something I could, I something I could hear here. Um, we'll tell everyone like where they can, 
currently find you, like your Facebook community and anything else. And I'll put, you know, links in the show notes. And then once you launch your podcast, I'll add that in the show notes as well. Um, so yeah. So if you want to tell people where they can find you currently. Uh, yes, I have my Facebook page, Food Changes Lives. Uh, I have my website, Food Changes Lives. And then I have my community group, Omega 3, we share experiences on Facebook. And um, soon you will be able to find my podcast on every single podcast platform. It will probably be two months down the road because I'm prepping everything. Uh, but you, it might already yeah. be out when you hear this, when you hear this uh, podcast, if you... <laughs> Uh, if you find this podcast later. Uh, but yeah, those are the easiest way to find me and my work. And of course, Instagram, Food Changes Lives as well, and Omega 3 Education on Instagram. Perfect. Michaela, thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for practicing podcasting <laughs> on here. I, I'm so excited for you. And uh, I will absolutely be one of your first listeners. So thank you so much. I hoped you love that as much as I did. It's really true what they say, that it doesn't matter what else is happening in your life if your health is not on par. You know, it doesn't matter how much you have going for you, how much you have in the bank. If you are not healthy, that is just going to derail everything. So if you need this for you or a friend, Take it, take what you need, get healthy, feel good, and create beautifully.